Hey, I'm Susanna Lanier, actor and acting coach for over 25 years. I'm Jess Greenberg, casting director for over 10 years. We're here to help you navigate this crazy, creative, and sometimes chaotic journey into the film and television world. We share our insights as to what works. And invite some pretty spectacular guests to share more ideas to move you on your journey. So without further ado, let's get into the show. Today in the room, we have the privilege of speaking with Bianca, also known as B.B. Crystal. B.B. is an inner development coach, medium, and spiritual teacher. She is a lover of ambition, awareness, and alignment. She is here to shed light on how we can align ourselves and manifest a life we love. Welcome, B.B. Hi. Hi. Thank you so much for being here. Yeah. Thank you guys for having me. Yeah. So it's, it is a bit of a different episode for us, but I'm really excited to um, have you share all this knowledge and tips and all that good stuff. I think it will help our community a lot. And so I wanted to start off by you just telling us about how you got here and how you narrowed in on the gifts that you do have and how you decided to share them. Well, so here's the thing, like a lot of people will ask me sometimes and be like, where did you go to school for this? How did you start this? Like, they're very curious for that. And honestly, my response is always the same in the sense that it really took such a deep surrender for me. It was really about me coming back to myself and saying, okay, I was at a point in my life that was the lowest for me. And I said, what do I want? Like, what do I want? What do I feel called to? What do I feel attached to, connected to? And from there, I just, with meditation, that really helped as well. I really started honing in on that because I started doing small things that made sense to me, that made me happy. And from there, it just grew. So it started off as me just giving those little inspirational messages to people. And then they started asking me, can I have your cell number? My mom would benefit from this. My neighbor would benefit from this. And from there, I started receiving phone calls. And like I said, like I was at a place that was the worst point of my life. So I couldn't see how much further I can go. I couldn't see the direction. So I understand that when people tell me they're feeling like they're at a dead end, like they don't know what to do anymore. Like that is when I come in and tell them like, hey, just hang in there because this is where evolution happens. This is where the change is really going to start happening for you because you're being forced into a position to start listening to your heart, to listen to yourself. So I basically, yeah, I mean, I started just doing what felt right to myself and giving these little inspirational messages. I meditated more than ever. And this doesn't mean that everyone has to meditate. It's just where I felt guided, right? Like that's what made sense to me. So the more I did this, the louder my intuition got and the more messages I got and the more people just started talking about me and it spread from there and it turned into coaching. That's amazing. Yeah. Cool. So when I first reached out to you to see like, if we could find something to chat about and to share with actors and our community. Um, You wrote something that was speaking to you is that the universe places desires in our heart for a reason. And so I wanted to talk a bit more about that to differentiate between desires and random thoughts or like maybe intrusive thoughts, but they could still be positive. So how to know what to pursue and how to decipher these feelings and desires. Okay, so I love this question. Um, When I say that the universe places desires in your heart for a reason, that reason, let's not make the the mistake of deciding what that reason is, okay? So that's the first thing is saying the reason can be anything. It can be a Mm -hmm. lesson. It can be because this grants you success or this could be that it makes you meet the person who helps you on your journey to success. It helps you meet the person you end up building a life with. Like, I mean, we can go on and on with the example. So the universe places desires in your hearts for a reason, yes. 
always a reason that's going to serve you in the end, not necessarily right away, maybe, or it doesn't seem like it, Mm -hmm. but it ends up serving you in the end, right? And we all have situations that we look back and we're like, you know, like when I got rejected here, or I got a no here, I thought it was the end of my life and the end of my world. But then a year later, two years later, you're like, that was the best thing that ever could have happened to me because it ended up bringing me here or ended up making me meet that special person, whatever it is. So Keep in mind that it is the reason can be anything. That being said, this quote, the universe places desires in your heart for a reason. It brings you back into a place of having faith that the universe is supporting you. When you have that undying and unshakable faith that the universe is supporting you, the universe literally has no choice but to support you. Okay, so what I like to give as an example for people is if you have a dog that's around you and you're just not too crazy about dog but that dog keeps coming up to you keeps asking you to play with him and to pet him until he licks you gives you kisses at some point you kind of just warm up to the dog like (laughs) all right like it is what it is it's true right like something like okay like cool the universe is the same way look at it that way just say like if you keep coming back and saying no the universe loves me the universe loves me the universe is supporting me the universe wants me to have what i want the mm-hmm. more you do that you're that playful dog and eventually the universe is like oh my god okay like here here's mm-hmm. some love here's everything you wanted it has to mirror back to you what you are um radiating out so when the universe places these desires in your heart it's there for a reason now also what's important to look at is what is a desire And why I say that is because oftentimes we will decide that we have a desire 10 years ago, five years ago, last year or yesterday, and then we build an attachment to that desire. Mm -hmm. We build an attachment to it and we don't question anymore, is this still my desire? I am constantly telling my followers on Instagram and my, my clients as well, you have no obligation to be who you were yesterday, but we do forget to check in with ourselves. We do because life just happens and we think that the desires that we had yesterday are still the desires that we have today. And that's not always the case. So whether this is on a greater scale of I literally want a career change, it's not what I desire anymore, it's not what I want, it's obviously going to be difficult for you to attract something if it's not truly your desire today. So you need to be checking in with who you are constantly, every single day, really asking yourself, is this what I want? Is this what I want? Because if it's coming from a place of good intentions, it's coming from your heart, Mm -hmm. then that is the true desire that the universe can match. It's giving it to you because it's saying, hey, you can have this. I can give this to you. I need you to know that first. So that's really important. And again, it doesn't have to be with a huge career change but it could be also in when it comes to actors or actresses it comes down to roles right is this a role that makes me happy am I good with this because Mm -hmm. if you are not truly coming from a place of being good with the decisions that you're making with the desires that you have if you're not in alignment with those desires you're not going to attract them yeah and it's tricky I mean I absolutely love what you're saying it's just as an actor and I can tell you I've also I've been an acting coach for 17 years I've been an actor for 27 years and an actor in Montreal it's like because there's a little bit of work so you kind of have to do everything you've got to do voice you've got to do actor roles you do theater you do whatever you can get like whatever shows up for you and Mm -hmm. it's hard and sometimes you're going out for that commercial that you're not that into but you need the money and stuff you know so you have to keep going so it's it's just it's a tricky thing to you know you want to align yourself with the stuff that really speaks to you but there's I don't want to say grunt work, but there's <laughs> work that doesn't feel quite there as is exciting. Grunt. <laughs> okay. There is grunt work right. in every single field. There's going right. to be grunt work, right? So what I'm saying, and I love that you just said that because you're still 
um, reiterating like what I was sharing to say, it's still your desire though. You're doing that grunt work. Why? What's the desire? To get to the bigger gig. To get to the bigger gig. So, but the desire is still there. So that's what's really important. doesn't matter that you got to do the grunt work. I'm not saying that you need to align with every single job you do. There are some days that I'm just like, who feels like it? Like I prefer to turn on Netflix and just veg all day. Like (laughs) I get that. I get that. But the desire is still there. What is your intention behind what it is that you are doing? If the desire is not anymore to become that actor, or maybe the desire is just to um, change the way that you want to work or the the future that you have for yourself, you need to be very clear on what your desire is. Because if you don't have that, then it's going to make the grunt work feel really grunty, if that's the word. You know? So it's really important to look at that. Like that's the only way, because if not also the grunt work really sucks you in and it's easy to get negative and it's easy to lose hope, especially in a field that is so um, difficult, if you want to say, or challenging to get to that big gig because there's so many people, right? There's so many people who decide. That's it. It feels like I can tell you from an actor's perspective, it feels like somebody else is deciding your fate, you know, because Mm -hmm. you can come in with the best intentions, but it's hard to keep that energy up all the time. It is. And that's the, that's the energy of manifestation. If you ask anybody, even somebody who's looking for love, for example, they'll be like, well, you know, like slim picking, like it's really hard out there. Absolutely. So it's the same kind of idea as actors, like anybody that's trying to essentially call in that energy of manifestation and really pull it to them. Because we hear these stories all the time, guys. Like I hear these stories that actors tell and I'm like, my God, like the amount of work they had to put in to get to where they were. And also their childhood, their upbringing, like everything about their story was just odds against them. Mm -hmm. But the one thing that they all say comes down to, I committed. I set them intention. So I get what you're saying to say, like, it's really hard because like it's your fate is in other people's hands. It can look like that on the right. physical aspect. It can look like that. Yes. Because somebody physically is deciding yes or no, literally comes down mm-hmm. to a 50, 50 chance. Like that's it. Um, and odds are usually not in your favor on the physical. And this is what's going to change one actor to the next is if you're really focused on what the physical aspect is, then yeah, your fate is in other people's hands. That's what it's going to be. But if you're going to shift your mindset, I'm not telling you that you can literally force the person to tell you yes, to give you the big gig, but you can change your mindset. That's one thing that belongs to you. You are in control of that. So as difficult as it is, as many knows as you're going to get, you can continue to end your day and say, okay, tomorrow's a new one. Is my desire still in place yes is that still still what I want yes then I'm going for it and when do you change your mind and I think I know what you're (laughs) going to say when the desire is no longer there if you've been doing it for 10 years and you're still doing grunt work and you don't have hope I'm Mm -hmm. guessing then you say well you can change your mind what else do you want right you know what I think that it's important for us (laughs) yeah I think it's important for us to be um realistic as well because we are still humans having an experience so I get the fact that it can't always be daisies and sunshine and positive all the time and I'm, I actually push that with my clients that I coach is like feel feel the negative emotions feel the hopelessness feel the anger feel the jealousy feel what's going on what's coming up for you and at the same time if you say that you know it's been 10 years like what do they do reevaluate as much as I say to check in, it always comes back to that deep self-awareness. It really comes back to you asking yourself what your desires are, if it's still there. That's number one, yes. because some people will realize it's not there. You know what? She's right. I'm committing to this because I told my parents it was really what I wanted to do 10 years ago or 15 years ago, but now it's no longer a desire. Okay, great. If the desire is still there, then switching that and saying, what's my intention? 
what do I want? What is the universe trying to tell me? Because this is where the saying that we brought up, the universe places desires in your heart for a reason. The reason perhaps isn't necessarily that you get that big gig. Maybe it's that you take a different route in this field. Maybe it's that you become a coach for actors. Maybe it's that you become a producer. Maybe it's that you become... There's so many different avenues you can take. And I'm not saying that every certain person that wants to be an actor needs to consider some other option. No, but it's really to look at this and say, perhaps I misunderstood my desire. What are my intentions? Who do I want to help? What is it coming down to? Where is my light? When you ask yourself these questions, even if you're not getting very clear answers, you're telling your subconscious mind, your energy to shift into alignment with you. When you do that, you're more likely to have an easier time manifesting. The people that brought the big gigs to themselves, they were always going to do that it wasn't a question that they were uh, prettier than the other or skinnier than the other so it really comes down to whose energy was most in alignment with the opportunity it does right. come down to that as well it really really does so it's asking yourself these questions often to say after 10 years of doing the grunt work or 10 years of not getting to the big gig that I want what is the universe telling me what do I need to be seeing? What do I need to be considering and when I say this not a lot of people like it because what I'm saying to you is move out of what you think you need yes. and shift into what you're being given. In, and this doesn't mean just take the grunt work and be happy with it. It's look at what is happening. And guys, whatever point you're starting to feel like something got to give, stop. What happens is a lot of people, especially actors, they just push harder. They take more grunt work. They take more commercial. They take more auditions. Pause a second too. Pause and really ask the universe or ask divine, ask yourself, your higher self. This is why I said at the beginning of the podcast that faith is so important. Stop and ask yourself, ask the universe, where are you taking me? You show me. That is the magic of manifestation. It's not about us forcing. There is an aspect of us putting in the work. You got to eat. You got to make money. You got to do what you got to do for sure. But there is an aspect of surrender. Yeah. There needs to be an aspect where you do stop after 10 years, like you said, or whatever, how many years it is, stop and really say, okay, what am I doing? Right. At some point you said that 27 years you were an actor and 17 years that you've been a coach. Yeah. If I'm not mistaken. Yeah. Okay. At some point after 10 years, you it really asked years. yourself <laughs> after 10 years, yeah. you asked yourself, what, what am I doing? Yeah. What do I want? Universe, show me the way. There's an aspect of you that said that even if you don't put in those exact words or you don't have that exact faith, there was an aspect of you that surrendered, yeah. that let go so deeply, so deeply. She let go that the universe was like, finally, you gave me space to show you. Yes. Does that make sense? Absolutely. That, that absolutely happened. Came close to a big gig that I didn't get. And I said, I quit. I don't want to do this anymore. I can't do this anymore. I'm done. Um, mm -hmm. And then I went back to school in psychology and then somebody asked mm -hmm. me to give an acting workshop and I did it and I loved it. And then I said, oh, I'm oh. going to do more of this. And then I stopped doing my psychology courses and I continued coaching and I loved it. So I it love, was okay. exactly, yeah. I love that. So yeah. you taking the psychology course, look at how, when I said at the beginning, the reason wasn't for you to become a psychologist, but the universe placed that desire <laughs> in your heart so you can go and meet the person who was like, hey, give a workshop. Yeah. And made you able also to use your 10 years of whether you want to call it grunt work or you want to call it just your experience in the acting world. It gave that value. It gave yes. it priceless value because now it is that that you're able to use to relate to the people that you are coaching. It is that that you're able to use to lift up the people who can hopefully get to the big gig. 
Yes, absolutely. So it was never for nothing. You had you had to have had faith in that, or maybe now looking back, you see that. So it's really important for the the actors that are in that ten year gap right now, or in that grunt work, or just got that no for the big gig. Check in with that desire and really have faith that this is all for a reason, even if you don't understand it. Most of the time, we don't. When I right. got into my car accident, I I was upset. I was so upset with the universe. I was like, no, this cannot be happening. Like my whole life just got derailed. It didn't though. And same for you when you didn't get that big gig, the universe was just telling me like, hey, trust me, I got you. <laughs> Whether you use that word or not again, but it's really about coming back to that faith. Yeah. yeah. And I think, I think the cool thing about also checking in with yourself and your desires, and if you continue to make the choice to pursue acting, it gives you more confidence too, right? Because you're like, no, I've checked in with myself and this is what I'm supposed to be doing. This is what I want to do. And I think it will allow you to approach different opportunities more clearly yes. because yes. like, you're like, no, this is it. Like, this is, this is, this is it. it. Yeah. It gives you that renewed sense of, um, yeah, confidence and commitment right mm -hmm. because you're renewing your intention every time you think about it you're renewing your intention and what happens in that not only is it giving you a sense of clarity and confidence like you said but it's also encouraging your energy to we'll say to vibrate strong more strongly so what I mean by that and the example I give to my clients often is if two people walk into a room a party and they're dressed the exact same way let's assume they're twins dressed the exact same way the one who carries a certain energy will attract more energy. People are more likely to turn around and look at them before they look at the other one, even if they look the exact same. Yeah. So this, when you're checking in with your intentions, your desires with yourself, and you continue to wake up every day and say, yep, yeah, this is where I want to be. I'm doing this commercial today that I don't want to do, but my desire to be where it's going to bring me, I do want to do. And it's knowing that for certainty too, as well. I want to add that in. Like if you're on your way to a commercial and you're just super focused on the fact that you actually hate this and you don't <laughs> want to be doing this, it's important to, yeah, acknowledge that, feel that, but what's the end goal? Look at that. It's like preparing a meal. Not the funnest, but then eating it is really delicious. So mm -hmm. it's really looking at that and focusing. You get to choose on what to focus on. Focus your intention on this is getting me one step closer to a yes. This is getting me one step closer. It's one more job that's done. One more that's closer to getting me where to where I want to be. So yes, that matters. And then your energy as well. Every day when you're checking with your intention, it makes you stronger. Energetically, it makes you stronger. So you're likely to perform better. You're likely to attract more of that energy. It's just going to happen. Like those two people that walked into the party, they didn't say anything. It's just the energy that you embody. And I, I do feel like, and I could be wrong, you guys could correct me, but I do get the feeling like in the acting world, it does come down to that as well. It does come down to the energy of the person and the how they um, how they introduce themselves and how they portray themselves and how they come in, right? If you have someone who's already telling you, don't believe in me, well, mm -hmm. it's going to be a little hard to believe in them, right? For sure. Well, yeah, exactly. On the casting side, you do want, um, you know, your reputation is on the line too. So you want to send actors who you have trust and belief in. And yes, they could nail the audition, but you also want to know that they do have confidence that they could handle themselves properly under pressure on set and all these things. And there's yeah. a lot that, you know, I guess we miss in self tapes, but when people would come into the room, how they would present themselves and, um, 
And yeah, of course the energy vibe, you get that too. On the flip side, desperate. Like I want this so badly. I have to have yes. this. This is going to save my life. Like it mm-hmm. can go either way The either I don't yeah. want to be here or if I don't get this, I can't pay my rent, you know, totally Both energies <laughs> are totally, uh, but it, and, and you're right because we listen, the title of this podcast is book the room. And that's exactly, even if you don't book the part, booking the room will leave an impression, which will have them call you back. I love that. Or maybe something you're more aligned with or mm-hmm. more grunt work to get to something you're more aligned with. Yeah. Right? Yeah. But so. they called you back. They but they you called back. you back. They so you it back. is a it, it it's it's a question of yeah booking the room and really noticing, um, being aware of where your energy is at before you get into that room. Being aware of what your energy is at before you begin your day. Like what is happening? Where am I? Where am I mindset? Where am I energetically? What am I doing? Owning that power is so important. And I like that you said even the desperation part, like that's the opposite way that it can go. And that too is really not fun. Like nobody wants to be with that energy, right? It could be just too much. And people listening might be like, no, no, I want it. Yes, you want (laughs) it on a conscious level, but subconsciously, what is holding you back? Maybe it's the complete disbelief and lack of faith that your parents and family had in you. And now you have that living inside of you somewhere. So you want it as what you've always wanted, but their lack of trust and belief in you, or maybe it's even coming from a good place of just being like, oh my God, how are you going to make money and how are you going to survive has imprinted itself on your subconscious mind to now believe that as an actor, you don't make money as an actor, you got to work hard. And that's another thing too, whether it's not family, but it's society, we automatically believe everybody knows this, whether they're in this field or not, it's like, okay, there are actors in Montreal, there's amazing actors in Montreal, but it's hard, right? Being a Canadian, it's going to be hard to get to the States. It's going to be hard to make it big. It's going to be hard to make money in this field. Everybody knows this. So what happens here is now we've already decided that that's the truth. We don't realize the power we carry. I said that before. And the more we align ourselves with what is possible instead of what I've been told is possible. What is possible? People have made it big. People have gotten the big gig. So it's possible. Mm-hmm. I've been shown that it's possible. I've seen that it's possible. And the universe shows you what's possible to say, hey, you can do it too. What do you believe? What do you believe? Because like I said, if you believe that you're not going to make money, then you won't make money. If you believe that it's a lot of grunt work, well, then here's a lot of grunt work. And it's not to say that you won't get grunt work either way to prove yourself or to build um, a reputation to climb the ladder. Maybe you will. But are you adding more grunt work? to yourself? Right. Mm-hmm. Are you adding more misery to your journey than necessary? And I know that a lot of people don't like to look at this because it requires us to take responsibility. And it's not about going back and blaming yourself or judging yourself for where you are. It's really going back and asking yourself, what am I willing to let go of? Am I willing to let go of other people's lack of faith in me because I have faith in myself? Am I willing to let go of the fact that I need to struggle financially in order to make it? I'm going to let that go. Right now, I'm still, I have to go to work and I have to maybe get that second job and I got to make money to pay my bills. Yes, a thousand percent. But I'm letting go energetically of the money struggles. Right. I'm letting go of that desperation. We can do both. Yeah. I, well, I, I love what you said in terms of being true to what your desire desire is. Cause I can tell you when I was in my twenties, I mean, I wanted it, you know, I was very ambitious and I wanted it, but I can also tell you when I got cast and I, I did quite a bit of theater in my twenties, when I got cast and I wasn't the lead, 
I was relieved. I was like, oh, it's good. I got the supporting role. Like mm. it's stressful out there. Look at that. It's a lot of responsibility to carry a show. Yes. I was always relieved. <laughs> I was like, oh, good. Look at you that. Know, I like coming off the stage, you know? Look at so, that. And I'm like, but, but it's true. I love acting. I still love acting, but sure. I don't want to be the lead. It's a lot. It's, it's, it's scary out there. You know, I like yes. smaller parts. It feels so you, fun. Yes. you got to look at that. And there's yeah. nothing wrong with what you're saying, but that awareness is so powerful. You need to have that awareness to say, I kind of don't want the big role and I'm okay with that. Yeah. And if you're not, maybe some people are saying, I don't want the big role. And this is a revelation for them because they're like, but I do want it. I just yeah. don't want it. Meaning like, it's, I, I'm afraid of, and this is where you would go deeper with yourself and say, I want the big gig, but why am I scared of the big gig? Why am right. I relieved when I don't get the big gig or the, the lead, like it, get cast in the leading role? So it's really important that if you do want that, then to really sit down with yourself, grab a pen and paper and ask yourself, write it out. What am I afraid of? What is my energy keeping me away from getting this leading this lead role? What is keeping me away from that? Is fear of the audience? Is fear of the responsibility on my shoulders? Is fear of my parents? I'm not good enough, baby. It's I'm not, not good, enough. good enough. I mean, that's really there we go. I'm not so good we, enough. We have to work through that because then this is the energy that I'm talking about when you're walking into the room. You're not booking the room because that's coming off in your energy. Even if people don't understand that, they don't get that. Um, on a conscious level, it's coming off in your energy. So people are not going to choose you. You are going to go unseen. Okay. So what happens sometimes when we example, walk into the same room that we've been walking into for years and suddenly you realize there's a frame or a bookshelf you've never seen before. It's happened to me. And I'm like, Hey, did you just get this? It's really pretty. And they're like, I've been here for like 20 years. <laughs> and so our, our perception changes based on where we are, our yeah. mindset. And this is what we don't realize is what's carrying the power so ask yourself those questions to say have I been keeping myself away from getting the big role so my fate as you mentioned earlier is in other people's hands but where is it in my hands and I'm right. giving it to other people yeah I've been handing it off to them telling them with my energy don't hire me make me something else make me just the background and make me someone that gets off the stage or never gets on the stage to begin with right you know? So yes, I love that you're saying that. And there's an awareness to what you're saying too. So people listening need to have that awareness with themselves so that they can gain a direction. I'm good with the small roles. Okay. What do I want from life? I'm just going to keep doing these and whatever it is that happens for them. Or I do want the big one. Let me work through my lack of self-worth. Right. To just figure it out. What, what is it? Is it, is it, you have to. absolutely. Is it, is it fear that exactly that I'm not good enough? Or is it just that this is, I like this and I'm happy doing this. And this is, I want to, I want to exactly. reach for more of that. Yeah. And it, it comes down to more self-awareness, right? The more aware yeah. you are, where you stand and what your intention and your desire is, as we started the podcast was saying that that's really important. But, and right. I also feel like it, the experiences help you become more self-aware because you, you try different things to know what yes. you like and what you don't like. Cause sometimes it's hard to picture how certain things exactly. will make you feel. Um, so I feel like it is exactly. important to experience those this things. Is, it's really important. It's really important to give yourself the, the space mm -hmm. to see what works for you. I think that there's a lot of pressure on us to know know who you are, know what you want, know where you're going, just know all the time. And we don't give ourselves the time to just not know. 
and to figure it out and to do things to take us to that place where we gain that that self-awareness and we gain that self-confidence. So for sure, yeah. If you were to imagine your life as different bubbles surrounding your physical body, like you could literally just imagine it right now. So you have one bubble that's family, friends, um, acting, career, other job, kids, whatever you have, money, all of them should be equal sizes. If one is bigger than the other, it's imagine one arm is humongous compared to your other limbs, you're going to fall over. It's not going to work. So you need to be able to give the equal amount of energy, not necessarily attention, different uh, areas of our life and different times in our life will call for attention accordingly. But energy should be equal everywhere. And I know that this is hard, especially when you really want something. So that's the test. This is the mm -hmm. test. You got to pull back. You are the source of power. You are what is going to get you that. Yes, you are what's going to book the room. If you lose you to your acting, you lose you to a job. It becomes everything and you're desperate. You're obsessed with it. We lost you. So like, how yes. do you do that though? Like, do you picture, let's say a bubble in your life that is positive and is going well. And you try and picture that energy and like, you bring that to so like, how you mean you're asking me like how to um, become less obsessed, less desperate. Yeah. Like that without, cause like, I guess the balance between like surrendering and also being a bit proactive. You should be putting in the work, you know, like uh, you have that ambition and you got to be doing what you can do mm -hmm. to maximize your chances of, you know, nailing the audition. Yeah. Right? Let's put it that way. There's a difference between doing your research opening your laptop, your phone and looking things up and practicing or doing what you got to do and then losing yourself in your mind to, I need to get this. Mm -hmm. I need to get this. You yeah. can do your research and still be disconnected energetically. That's what people need to understand is energetically, we are disconnected. We don't not care. Okay. Cause a lot of people be like, I don't care. I don't care what happens. I don't care, but you do care. So it's just do your research and set your intention. So a good exercise that I like to give to people is before you're going to be doing that research or before you're going to be practicing, before you're going to the audition itself, take a moment. Take a deep breath. What is my intention? I'm doing the research so I can be physically prepared, mentally prepared. Okay. Once I do that research, the rest is out of my hands. So this is what's important. Obsession mm -hmm. and desperation is starting to feel like I need to control the outcome. Yeah. You don't need to control the outcome because you cannot control the outcome. That's the reality of it. It's meant to be. Yeah. So I I have a question for a tip. This is yes. something that a lot of actors do. I have done it in the past uh, and it's very similar. You compared acting to dating a lot and it's the same thing. So you do an audition, you get a call back, you get great feedback and then you don't hear back. I am telling you, you check your phone a hundred times <laughs> a day. You're talking about breaking obsession. It is really hard yeah. not to be obsessed. And it's the same, exactly the same thing as dating is going on a great date, really being into the guy thinking there's chemistry and then going like, why is he not Where is he? Yeah. Where is he? Why is he not texting yeah. me back? <laughs> and how do you not check, you know, your phone 800 times a day and be present in what you're doing, you know, <laughs> because at that point you're no longer present. You're, no. you're just like, uh, no. yeah. and you're not there. And I see it with my students. Yeah. I've done it a million times. And I just want to know if you have any tips for that, for not. Yeah. So there's two things that I would say here. One thing that we need to know when we're going to obsess, and this is what I tell people just claim their responsibility. You want to obsess. Okay. But know that while you're obsessing, you're missing out on what could be happening in this moment. Meaning you're missing out on noticing a bookstore 
that you didn't notice because you were so obsessed and you were so busy looking at your phone, but had you noticed you walked in and somebody bumped into you and offered you a coffee and that, you know, continue, continue into another opportunity. That's one thing to look at because when we're noticing and paying attention, we're noticing what's happening around us. There's a lot more um, awareness to what's happening around us and you don't know where that could take you. And if it's not literally or physically bringing you to a bookshop and you meet someone that's very um, specific, but it's also if you were to have been present in that moment, you would have noticed maybe something you were feeling. Right. For example, or like you would have noticed something that was important for you to notice to elevate you to the next version of you. Now, that being said, I get it because you're already so consumed by the obsession of like getting that call back. You got great feedback. This is why I say that before you walk into that room, you set the intention. I got me. I always got me. So if you walk into that room and you book that room and you did great and you did the audition, are you proud? I think that that's the, the thing that a lot of people, not I think, I know, a lot of people forget to do that is, are you proud of yourself? They're so focused on what did they think of me and they like me, why aren't they calling me? Like dating, yeah. like you said, it's about them. But what do you think about you? What do you think about them? Is it even what you want? Like we get so <laughs> hyped up on what they think about us yeah. that we forget to even check in with what the heck we think about ourselves. What we think about ourselves is more important than anything else. It's the most important thing because you're leaning into desperation again here. You're saying somebody else, please validate me. Somebody else love me. Somebody else tell me I'm worthy. Somebody else give me a yes. No, no. I give it to myself. The universe can only give you what you give yourself. It can only give you what you give yourself. So if you're able to, as hard as it is, it's really hard, whether it's with dating or it's in acting, if you're able to notice that your thought process is getting so consumed and bring it back to you to say, am I good? I got me. They gave me good feedback, right? Which means I did a good job. So if I needed that validation, there it is. Yeah, maybe I'm not getting that call, but I don't lose me. I don't lose my ability to do what the heck I just did in that room. I love what you're saying. Maybe check in, especially if you can check in before. You know, check in before. If your intention is there before, then the aftermath it's going to be easier. Be easier. When you set that intention before, you're stepping into your power. You're really checking with you. So it's making you uh, present yourself in a, a much better in a much better way but a lot more confidence and alignment and assertiveness and then also like we're saying is that is preparing you post because you need to know you need to know and that's what comes with self-awareness is what kind of person am I what do I tend to struggle with so do I tend to struggle with the aftermath like during I'm cool maybe some people it's before they get stressed right before the actual audition or during the audition and then post-audition so if you know that you're a person that gets really stressed let's say post-audition know that in your intention set it say I'm going to this interview it's almost like you're talking to a child yeah a child that's going to get erratic and that's going to be like thunderbolts in their energy and be all (laughs) obsessed you're going to tell the child we're going to McDonald's you're going to have to chill (laughs) same thing so you tell yourself same thing you're going to this audition you're going to kill it do what you got to do do your best that's all you have that's all you have is your best. That's it. You have no um, ace, ace card that you can play that will get you the, the audition. You don't. That's just the reality yeah. of it. You have you. You have your power. You have your energy. You have your ability to manifest. And you have the physical um, uh, research that you did and the ways that you prepared yourself to so bring these two together. Now you're unstoppable. Now you have something that maybe the next guy doesn't because he's still about to go all thunderbolt in his energy and he still didn't do the research or he still didn't prepare. So this is about you coming to a place of saying, what is my uniqueness? I did my research on the physical level. I brought my energy together. What's my intention now? Deliver. And then the rest 
is after as well. This is what I want to get to is your intention before and your intention after when it's done. Before you step out of that room or when you step out of that room and you whatever it is, take a moment, breathe it out. Because what happens is that energy of the audition keeps people going and it's an adrenaline, right? And they just keep like, oh my God, okay, that went really well. And they gave me good feedback and they, or the opposite, like, oh my God, like I suck. Like they told me I wasn't good. So it's either way, leave there, set your intention now, close it almost and be like, okay, that was done. I did my best. The brain is going to say, no, but you could have done this. I did my best. Yeah, but what about, I did my best. Continuing to take the narrative you have that power don't lose yourself like we were talking about that bubble before it don't let that consume you you have the power come back to you the pillar and say i have the power i did my best i did my best i did my best i did my best it's just repeating that to yourself closing with that intention and then leaving it not to the casting director not to the person that was watching you or the person that you think gave you a face or didn't not to those people, to the universe. This is where I say that faith is really important because I constantly tell my clients, your communication, your conversation is with the universe. So if you were to leave that room, you did your audition, now you envision yourself talking to the universe and say, that was my best, serve me. If you don't give it to me, it serves me. You give it to me, it serves me. It serves me either way. Keep looking at it this way. Keep seeing it this way. And the universe has no choice but to start to give that to you, to start to serve you. And I know that in this field especially, but I hear about it a lot with my clients, um, you have the right platform to be jealous, right? And to get envious of other people getting the job or getting casted in a role that you wanted and you didn't. So I know that that's something else that comes up a lot here. And... To that, I always tell people to feel the feels, feel the negative emotions, if we call it that, but feel the jealousy, the anger, the envy, the confusion, feel it. Mm -hmm. Acknowledge what it is that you're going through. And again, this is coming back to noticing that you are the pillar, you are in control. These are just a feeling. So as long as the anger doesn't become you and the jealousy doesn't become you. So again, this is easier said than done for sure. But it's when the jealousy comes in, a lot of people either get very consumed with it and we start talking trash about the other person as a way of making ourselves feel better. That's just a reality, guys. Like we can all admit that we've done that. We're human beings. Mm -hmm. Um, Or the opposite is we start talking trash about ourselves. Either one is not serving anybody. Yeah. Either one. So when you're noticing the jealousy, whether it's an hour in, a day in, or a weekend, at any point, or maybe right now, your brain is going back to a time you did feel jealous last week, last month, or last year. I want you to take a second with that. When you notice that, take a second after listening to this podcast or pause it, think of that person and call back that. Call back what you know wasn't fair to send to them in the first place because the universe was just mirroring their energy, was giving them the things that would benefit them. Whether in the end it becomes what it needs to be or it doesn't, we never know what other people are going through. We never know what they put in to get to where they are. We think we do, but we don't. We only know as much as we think we know, which is not a lot. (laughs) (laughs) Not a lot. So it's important that we call back on that, not only because the other person doesn't doesn't deserve that but also because that is what you're going to be projecting into the universe so like i said before your conversation is always with the universe so you send out the jealousy to someone else it's not going to them it's going to the universe the universe is going to mirror that back to you make sense yeah Yeah. that makes sense i I wanted to share our first podcast guest was this woman dawn ford and she's a a, a practicing buddhist for like i don't know 30 40 years and she's amazing and she goes out every time she she see someone doing something that she would like to be doing getting an acting gig or whatever she just goes universe I'll have some of that 
<laughs> so she exactly. never feels, she, she says she puts herself in a celebratory mood. Now, listen, it's 30 yes. years of practice. She's great at that. And anytime she practice. sees somebody doing like what she likes, I'll have some of that. I'll have some of that. And I told the students yes. and everybody's like this, I'll have some of that. I'll have some of that. <laughs> you know? And I love that. And it's fun. It's, it's, it's just fun. It's, it's fun. And it's the truth. Yeah, that's it's what you want to be doing truth. that. Yeah. That is like it is so many people will ask me and I recently got asked this in my collaboration with dynamite that one of the questions was how do I know that my manifestations are on their way to me and my answer was you start seeing it around you yeah. when you see things happening around you it's because it's possible for you yeah. too now yeah. you're being asked the universe is saying okay which way are you choosing you you own the power you are powerful you are worthy so you chose to to take the jealousy to feel the jealousy or you can say good for them I want some of that. Yeah. On its way to me. And I love that. Like, yeah. yes, that's, I, I'm always preaching that as well. So I love that she said that because that's <laughs> so helpful. It's yeah. so helpful for a lot of people. Just know that it can be yours too. And, and I'll add to that. When you see it and you say, hey, universe, I'll have some of that as well. Show me the way. Show me yeah. how I need to heal. Show me what I need to change in order to give me that. Because the reality is, is nothing changes if nothing changes, right? So I can't have something mm -hmm. that I see if I'm not willing to put in the effort, the healing and the work necessary to achieve it. And don't make the mistake of thinking the work is do more, force more, take more additions right. and work. That's not what we're saying. We're saying, what do I need to be working on? The work is also learning how to surrender. The work is learning how to set intention before the audition. The work is X, Y, Z, whatever it is you need to work work on if you were already the version of you that can have what this person has you would already have it so there's mm -hmm. something that you need to heal and acknowledge and go through work through that will then give it to you so yes you're being shown it because I want some of that and I can have some of that the universe is telling you that but show me the way what yeah. do you need me I see you showing me what I want I want it thank you. Show me what I need to do. Help me surrender. If you struggle with letting go, you struggle with post-audition obsession, tell the universe that. Tell them, this is what I struggle with. Show me the way. Help me. And it's going to, it's going to help you by um, making you meet a friend who helps you through that post-audition obsession, or it's going to give you a journal that you run into at Indigo that helps you with it. Whatever, guys, like there's a million, billions of ways that the universe is going to yeah. show up for you. And I know that with absolute certainty, it's going to lead the way. Ask for it. Yeah. So see it, know that it's yours and then say, show me the way that I need to um, grow in order to bring that in. That's fantastic, baby. I love that. Yeah. Yeah. yeah that's great. I love it. I'll have some of that. Show me the way. <laughs> <laughs> and it gets you, right? Like yes, you feel that fire inside of you. Yes. And that you feel that fire and you yes. feel that happiness because the universe is like, finally, that's when we're in alignment. That's when our yes. power is coming in to say like, I got this man. Like I got this. And when you start looking at things this way, you're like, okay, it's easier than I thought. Well, thank, thank you, you so baby. Much. That was wonderful. And it was amazing meeting you. So everything you, you said too. was just like, wow. Yes. Yes. So I uh, hope yeah. that you're in a better mood now. Yes, that you're having I am. You put me in a better mood. I mean, amazing. No, thank <laughs> you. Like, I am powerful. Yes. I yes. Yes. My power. Yes. Mm. <laughs> amazing. Good. Thank you so much. You're very welcome. Have an awesome day. So for today's takeaways, one, check in with your intention. There's no obligation to stick with old desires. Two, there's no wrong decisions. Your decisions will serve you in the end. Three, set your intention before and after your audition. And four, remember you hold the power. Yay! Woo! Woo!
We're woo girls. <laughs> woo woo. <laughs> um, cool. Bye, everybody. Have a great Bye. week. Thank you.